Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast and become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation and check out recent shows featuring guests sharing stories about growing up in a haunted house that was possessed by an evil presence, a nightmarish encounter with a UFO in the dead of night, and the financial horror stories from those who won the lottery and lived to regret it. Head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to hear these programs and many more truly thought-provoking shows from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Let's go to the phones to wrap up this hour. We've got open lines next hour. We have Matthew in Massachusetts. Welcome to the show. Hey, Matt, go ahead. Hi there, George. Hi there, Josh. Um, So I I, I just wanted to call in... um, you know, first off, just to, uh, you know, obviously thank you, George, and, you know, be assured of my vote for that, just, you know, kind of piggybacking awesome. off of Josh. But thank you, Matt. Josh, I wanted to uh, to just kind of ask, because what you were saying about, about energy and, and, and really being able to discern the meaning of energy, it's it's been really, it's been really kind of powerful for me the last kind of month and a half or so. I, I recently got a new job. I'm working night security at a place where I, I think... Honestly, it's it's. I, I'm not going to say it's haunted because I don't I don't even know what that means anymore. <laughs> but I, I I mean, what what do you think about buildings being not possessed but at least oppressed by by seemingly evil? That happens, Josh, and it can be done. Yeah, well, you know, Matt, thank you for calling in with that because this gets into a uh, a rich and complex area because. There are many different types of ghostly phenomena, and one type is what we consider, you know, the imprint phenomena, meaning that there is some property of a particular block of space-time that is sensitive to the events that happen and records them. And, uh, you know, I'm showing my age a little bit here, but if you go back to, like, you know, a VHS tape, uh, same thing. You know, we're talking about a piece of tape that is imprinted by something that is magnetically oriented, and then it just uh, replays that. And, and it's, it's pretty amazing how, how many different bits of information, visual and audio, can be replayed on a little dinky piece of VHS tape. So imagine what a block, what a three-dimensional block of space-time can hold, and that's just what we can comprehend. So uh, they say, if, if we're talking to cosmologists and astrophysicists and uh, you know some mathematicians and people who study what the heck is going on here, that there are maybe 10, 11 different dimensions. And so you take one block of supposed space-time and you look at all the properties that block may have in order to retain the energy that was there that could replay itself either under the right circumstances or when the right person comes along who can perceive that or, 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 or a combination of both. And so... I think that sometimes we have to consider it's not just about a building. Um, it can also be about a point on Earth. Uh, and so if you're in a, in a building that also happens to occupy, you know, this point on Earth where, you know, something and history has happened that was bad, there's a recording there. 
And so that doesn't mean it has to taint the place forever, but certainly um, you may be in a building that is uh, maybe enhancing what's happening because certain structures will do that. They'll act like antennas and they will magnify things that are occurring there. And so without getting into the specifics of your particular case, what I can tell you is that I have no problem believing that there are certain buildings that just resonate that kind of energy that may uh, be unpleasant. Have you been at a building, Josh, that just didn't feel right, scared you? Yes. Yes, I have. Um, People ask me frequently, what do you think is the most haunted city in America? And I used to have a hard time answering that question. But uh, since 2004, I think I felt pretty good about my answer. The most haunted city is Charleston, South Carolina. Really? Um, yeah. Haunted Charleston. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. And, 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 you know, of course, George, we're talking about the fact that you're going to be in Asheville again mm-hmm. uh, in, in August. And uh, you can drive from Asheville to Charleston in four hours. So it's not that far of a jaunt. And here is why I think that Charleston is so haunted. Um, not only has it played a major role in every war, every big war that we've had, uh, the Revolutionary War and the Civil War and World War One and World War Two, but also Charleston was the place where about 85% of the slaves were brought into this country um, through a little island called Sullivan's Island there. And so uh, you have all that combined with the piracy And so there is that building in Charleston called the Old Charleston Jail. And yes, uh, the last time I was there, I believe, was 2004. Uh, And oh my goodness, George, uh, that place, uh, you walk in the door and your hair stands on end and you get goosebumps. And uh, right now, I could tell you so many stories, but here's one that stands out like you wouldn't believe. I was on a level of that old Charleston jail with about 10 other people because we were there to do an investigation. And usually, frankly, when you do an investigation, not too much happens. <laughs> and it's it's kind of like one of those paradoxes within investigation. Well, they know you're coming, so they quieten down. Not that night. We were standing around... And so I'm going to say myself and nine other people. And all of a sudden, we heard a sound that I can only describe to you and everyone listening as exactly, exactly like a big, heavy chain that started at one end of the room and just dragged itself slowly from one side of the room to the other. And it, it was so clear, it was so crisp, that I actually, at first, didn't even realize what was happening. I thought maybe I was hearing something else. And we all just sort of stood there and looked at nothing 
but our heads moved in the same direction at the same time as we we could hear these chains going from one side to the other. And you know what's funny? When I was born and I started researching paranormal stuff, I read these stories where they said, yes, sometimes you hear ghosts dragging chains around. And I'll be darned if it's not true, George. Those chains were so clear that at first uh, it, 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 I thought, I mean, it almost seemed like there were like speakers or something that were installed in the room. And those chains went from left to right. And wouldn't you know it, that was about mm, five minutes before I had my gear set up to record what was happening in the room. So I didn't get to document it, but everybody who was in there that night will tell you to this day, their hand on a stack of Bibles, we heard those chains drag across that Scrooge. room. And it makes my hair stand up on the back of my neck. <laughs> Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.